In this episode of Social Media Secrets, I'm going to share with you some of the biggest mistakes I've made in business, just in business today. We're not going to talk about in life. (laughs) So let's dive on in. Number one, the first thing I want to share with you, and I will lose count of what number we're on, but number one is without a doubt, believing that other people always know better than me. Now, this might sound like a strange piece of advice to give, um, but so many times we're looking for someone else to be the expert in every single area of our businesses. And while we can learn a lot from other people who have experienced things, from mentors, etc., at the end of the day, there is no one else that is walking the exact same path as you. I do enjoy hiring mentors. I do like getting advice from people who have achieved what I want to achieve. But if they give me advice that doesn't align with my life and the decisions, my goals, my values that I want, I want my life to be aligned with, the truth is I'm no further ahead. Instead, I'm just like a copycat for that person. And so while you can get incredible advice the mistake that i have made many times throughout my business is thinking that someone else knows better than me i'll give you one more little tip on that part of the reason for that is because oftentimes we borrow other people's certainty while that can be super helpful in the beginning there comes a point where you have to actually develop your own certainty and belief in your own self meaning if i make a decision that goes against the advice that i've been given I ultimately am the only one who's going to reap the rewards or deal with the consequences of not following that advice. Number two, and this is a big one, ignoring red flags with people we hire. Now, this might sound like it's not that big of a deal. However, red flags are red flags for a reason. And when you bring someone into your team, essentially you're inviting them into a third or a half of your life. And so when you hire somebody and you see red flags, things that if you were dating someone, you'd be like, "Mm -mm -mm -mm, red flag. Or if a friend were to behave that way, you'd be like, "Mm, that feels just kind of off and weird. I'm not sure about that. You've got to follow your gut instinct about hiring as well. Um, Bringing the wrong person into your team completely throws off the dynamic with the rest of the team. And I wish that sooner in my career, I had realized that you've got to pay attention to those little things that just kind of make your gut, your intuition say, I'm not quite sure about this. There's a reason for that. Mistake number three, not being consistent. Now, this is a wild one because for so much of my career, I have prided myself in being consistent until I looked back on the past year and I realized that I was only consistent in a few areas. There were so many areas in my business that I was completely inconsistent in. For example, I thought I was consistently publishing YouTube videos and podcast episodes until I looked back at my content catalog from the last year. And suddenly I realized I was only consistent pretty much on TikTok. And while I love TikTok and it's fantastic, that consistency isn't going to make up for a lack of consistency across the board everywhere else. I wasn't being consistent in building my email list. I wasn't being consistent in nurturing my Facebook groups and spending time giving value there. So that was the third biggest mistake that I have made. And of course, these are not in order of how big the mistake was, but these are just some of the really big ones that have stood out to me over the years. Number four, this is a tough one. You ready for it? Hiring the wrong mentor. Not all mentors are created equal. 
And so many times we look for the right mentor. We look for someone who basically can guide us to that next step. And there was a huge red flag I overlooked with a mentor that ended up really and truly setting us back a year in our business. And that red flag was, you ready for it? This mentor was leading with fear. Fear was their bait. They knew if they warned you about all the things that could constantly go wrong and just made you kind of fed into that cycle, that that fear of making a mistake or not being set up properly or leading with all of the all of the lawsuits that can happen, that right there was one of the biggest red flags I missed with this mentor. And I didn't realize that this mentor's entire program was based around fear. The whole thing was fear mitigation and safety and security without him actually being an attorney. I should have realized that if someone is constantly projecting fear out there, that's what's inside versus when you're looking for a mentor, you wanna see what they're projecting and putting out there. Are they putting love? Are they putting positivity? Are they putting fun? Whatever it is that they're putting out there constantly as like their baseline, that is a really good indication of what's going on in, in their heart and inside of their head. And I wish I had realized that so much sooner. The next biggest mistake, this one's a pretty painful one. It does cross over into personal and I'm gonna open up about it, okay? This is actually kind of isolating my husband from my business. Notice I just said my business because I switched back into that old state of mind. For so long, there was this part of me that was like, if I make this my husband's business too, what does that say for me? Does that mean I'm not this incredible business leader? Does that mean that I'm not the driving force? Does that mean I don't, I, 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 blah. It makes me actually kind of sick to hear that old wave of thinking. But what's wild is for so long, I kind of wanted my husband's help in the business, yet pushed him away from the actual success and the credit of the business. And I did that for far too long. It was actually, in fact, when I was accepting an award for earning a million dollars, our first million, and only my name was on it. I went up on stage by myself to collect the award that I realized in this moment, I feel so alone. It was a very strange feeling standing in front of thousands of people collecting an award and notice I see collecting and it didn't matter in that moment because I realized that I had been isolating the person that mattered the most alongside of me. Wild. Another huge mistake. This is a big one because it might hit on some triggers. So just a heads up. You ready for it? You ready for it? This one is allowing clients to blow past my boundaries and not having amazing boundaries in place. This can be challenging for anyone who is taught to people please. There's this part of us that thinks, and I can speak for myself here, but I'm going to say us. There's this part of us that thinks like, if I don't say yes to the client, and if I don't keep the client happy, and if I don't, you know, accommodate every single need and whim and ask and everything, that this client's going to be mad at me and that they're going to say like, oh, you're not professional or you don't care, or they're going to leave. What I had no clue about was how much the dynamic would shift when I 
put into place rock solid boundaries and then enforce them. At first I thought clients are going to get mad. Clients are going to leave. They're going to say she doesn't care about her clients, etc. But the way I discovered this was a part of one of my biggest mistakes too. I waited until I was absolutely burnt out beyond belief, nothing left to give. I don't know if you've ever had that moment, that moment when suddenly you're resentful across the board and you're angry at everyone for asking for anything and you're you're answering calls all day, all night, weekends, Christmas. For me, the big moment was actually on a Thanksgiving morning when a client said, I need you guys to hop on a call because I want to launch a Black Friday offer. And my, I'm going to use a term that the kids use today, my goofia hopped on that call. I hopped on that call to help her launch her Black Friday special the next day. The truth is, I should have said back then, it's Thanksgiving and you're probably going to have to wait until next year unless you want to figure it out yourself because this is a lack of planning and I can't, I, I can't leave my family get together. I probably should have just left her messages on either read or unread for the day. But I waited until it drove me into the ground and I just didn't even want to do anything with clients anymore. I started to say, I hate clients. I hate working with them. It makes me feel like garbage. What I didn't realize is I was allowing myself to be treated like garbage, which was what was making me feel like garbage. When I instilled rock solid boundaries, incredible communication, honesty about our capabilities, our timelines, what we're able to do. When I started saying no to some clients and prospective clients, clients respected me more. Did not see that one coming. They started to say, oh, she's a big deal. She actually knows her workload. She actually respects herself. She actually forces me to up level how soon, how often, how ahead of time I put my things together. Okay. And it started to up level the caliber of clients that I was able to work with. The next one is another one that's kind of tough. You ready for it? Blaming my team for my lack of leadership. Huge mistake. When things are falling apart constantly with team members, when balls are getting dropped, when things are all being done wrong. Is it the team's fault or is it the leader's fault? It depends. But at some point, if you're consistently going through team and going through team and then going through team and realizing that the problems aren't being fixed with new hires, it's time to look at yourself. For me, what this looked like was expecting people to read my mind. (laughs) And I'll just share like a specific story. Uh, Someone took over my social media and I was like, okay, make us go viral. Make us go viral. What was I thinking? Not only did I not provide her with a single system or any SOPs, or strategies or best practices or any plan but she wasn't getting paid to make us go viral so it was wild because I was consistently disappointed with the results right there let's take a look at me one of the best things I started doing was asking myself have I given this team member everything they need to succeed because chances are there's a no somewhere in there 
absolute game changer. Now I'll share one quick story that's a follow-up for today, because this is kind of a neat one. Um, we actually have two team members and neither of them were exactly thriving in their roles. Now these are part-time team members and it just kind of always felt like it was a, a misfit, if that makes sense. And a lot of people would just let those team members go, but I love these two team members so much. I think that they're incredible. And it was actually my assistant Kellyanne who said, have you ever noticed that this person's more logical and that this person's a little more creative? What if we swapped their roles and gave them each a chance in completely different roles? Because yes, they could learn to ultimately thrive in their roles, but what if we put them in roles that they could absolutely thrive in? So we swapped their roles and instantly both were beyond thrilled with the switch because they had felt the same dynamic and the same energy. That's pretty exciting if you ask me. Another one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made, and this is one of my favorites to share because it does cross over into personal life, is traveling too much. There was actually one month where I went on nine trips in one month, way too many. Um, most months I was traveling two to four times per month. Um, it felt like every single conference, every event, everything I was invited to, it felt like if I didn't go, I was gonna be irrelevant. I don't know if you guys have ever felt that way. Like I have to go, FOMO kicked in. And before you know it, I found myself just constantly traveling. I mean, in, I think it was two years, I went from starting my Delta card to becoming Delta medallion or a diamond medallion. That's way too fast. I'm just going to be super honest with that. And the result of that is I found that at this point in time, I'm actually pretty dang burnt out on travel. But that took a few years to get to. You do not need to go to every event. You do not need to go to every conference. But not only do you not need to, and this is speaking to my younger self, if you go to every single one, you're never going to have time to implement. It is so difficult to work when you're on the road. Ever try to build a funnel on an airplane Wi-Fi? <laughs> it is so stressful, so frustrating. You will find yourself actually taking steps backwards. And so when you are planning to travel for your business, ask yourself, is this immediately beneficial to my business? And am I willing to take the hit to productivity for probably up to a week? Not to mention every single time that you travel, you are increasing your chances of getting sick. Why? Because people on planes are sick. <laughs> it's just a fact. So when considering travel, ask yourself, like, what are the two, three, four trips that are the most important to me this year? Because you do not need to be at everything. One of the worst feelings is going to a conference and learning nothing. And then being like, I left my kids for this, but yet that FOMO, that obsession propels to go to more, go to more. When the truth is, you probably would do better going to like two events per year, going home and implementing the other six months. Game changer. I hope that this has been helpful for you because these are some of the lessons, the biggest mistakes that I have learned over the years. I mean, there's so many, I could probably write a whole book on them. Oh wait, I did. Um, if you want to check out my book, Unfiltered, it is on Amazon as well as on Barnes & Noble Online, Unfiltered. 
and so I just wanted to share that with you guys today. But if you do want more resources, head to rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast, and you will find a few links there that might just support you. I'll catch you in the next episode of Social Media Secrets. Bye for now.